Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is the CEO of God Over All Things Collection, Mr. Dwayne Green. Thank you for joining me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Thank you for having me, man. Happy to be here. Man, first of all, I, let me just say, um, I got familiar with your clothing line through uh, Instagram because you ran some you ran some sponsors and I really liked your clothing line. Man, I, I appreciate that, brother. Um, it, to God be the glory on it, man. I, I definitely look to um to make clothes that that looks good, man, but also that glorifies God, man. So I'm 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 glad that you liked it. Definitely. What so what inspired you to get into clothing? Um, I, well, that's that's an interesting question. Actually, before this brand, I had another one that I was running with my friend. Um, and that, that's a long backstory to that one, man. But ultimately, both of us, uh, we were in the music and um, and we, we we put out mixtapes and all that kind of stuff, man. So I've been doing music my whole life, pretty much. And to me, music and clothing goes together. It's like it's in the same genre, it's in the same class and everything. You know what I mean? So same self-expression. So it was kind of an easy transition um, from making music to clothes instead of just putting the the words on the paper and the music, I put those words on the shirt and the clothing. So, okay, I want to make, so would you would you say the, the music inspires you to do the clothing line? Is that what you're saying? Um, I would not say that music, I guess clothing was just, a, um, that, that's a, it's a good question. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that the music inspired it, but I, I just thought it was an easy transition i always thought that music and clothing goes hand in hand you know what i mean if, if that if that makes any sense like fashion and clothing is 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 like two pieces of the same pot in my book so okay. they didn't one didn't inspire me to do the other it was just a it, it just a, it was an easy transition that's an interesting thought that music and clothes go hand in hand why do you feel that way yeah um well like if, if you look matter of fact if you listen to certain kind of music genres, you can almost match it with a style of clothes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like uh, I, I grew up in um, New York, right? Uh, in the nineties was kind of, was my era. And, um, and we listened to rap music and there was a certain style of dress that went along with the type of music that we listened to. Not only that, but like the artists in the videos would also dress and look like us. So it was, it was all a part of a culture. Music and um and clothes, I would say it goes together in like a specific culture, you know. So uh it, it, I don't know, it's always been a thing, man. It's okay. always been a it's always been a thing. Let's talk about the name God over all things. How did you come up with that? Yes, sir. Um, so so it's interesting. Like uh one day I was actually doing some work around my house and and I knew it was going to take me a while to, I forget exactly what I was doing. I might've been cooking or something, but I knew it was going to take me a while. And uh, so I put on, I like to listen to something as I'm working and doing my, and doing stuff. And I put on like a sermon. I just went on YouTube and I don't even know who it was, but I just was listening to a message. Right. And in the sermon, I remember the, the preacher saying that God is in all things. And me, as I'm working subconsciously, I just say out my in my in my head, I just say, and he's over all things. I don't know why I said it, um, but as soon as I said it to myself, the acronym stood out, God over all things. And I immediately saw a goat in my head. 
And I just remember stopping whatever I was doing, man. I went to work. I knew God dropped something in my spirit. I knew he dropped it and it was heavy. And, and I knew it was something I needed to attend to ASAP. So I dropped whatever I was doing. If I was cooking, we must have ordered takeout that night because it was time to go to work. <laughs> For real. Now, what year was this? This was uh, last year. This is last year. So the clothing is only um, a year and a half old, man. Um, it actually, I actually started the line on my birthday, August 1st. Now, I would say I had the, um, the idea, like, like that came earlier than that time period, but I didn't start the company itself until uh, August 1st. Okay. Last year, yes, sir. Now, now you know. Let's let's just be honest. There's a there's a whole bunch of clothing lines out here. Like there's a lot. Of course. Was that was that intimidating for you to know that you would have so much competition? Not at all. Not at all. Um, honestly, Lamp, I'm a I'm a visionary at heart. Um, I come up with ideas all the time. Um, I know that God gifts all of us. God gifts us in individual in different ways. And one way he's gift, gifted me is with ideas. So when it comes to ideas, I'm, I'm literally not intimidated. It doesn't matter who I'm sitting in the room with. It could be millionaires or billionaires, and I'm not there yet, but I know that my creativity is on their level as well. So I'm not intimidated. Matter of fact, I know a lot of those millionaires and billionaires, they're hiring other people to, 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 to be creative for them. But <laughs> I have that creativity built inside of me. That's what the Lord gifted me with. Now, are you the are you the sole designer of the clothing line? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, um, yeah, I uh, so I came up with the uh, original design. I got some more that I'll be releasing soon, but um, I wanted to have something that resonated and that stood out. I didn't want to release all the designs at once because I wanted something where where it could start to you could familiarize yourself with, so that if you see if you're in another city. If you're out there, if you're in D.C., Chicago, doesn't matter. And you see it, you associate it with the brand. So that was a little bit strategic. But, yeah, all of the designs that um, I created myself. How many designs would you just a guesstimate? How many designs do you think you have? Um, I mean, I, I don't have a, a, a I would say about 10, probably about that's 10. A good amount. That's a good amount. Yeah, yeah, 10 that I know that's definitely going to be released. Some stuff ain't going to be released for. It might be two years from now. You know what I mean? Just depends on how it goes. But um, that's going to be a field thing. Um, but I, I'm definitely going to be releasing some. I'm going to release at least one more before the end of this year. And then I'll be releasing some new stuff uh, spring next year. And we'll go from there with the rest of them. The ones you forecasted out for two years, why so long? Um, Because it, it, it takes a while for brand recognition. Like, I'm just starting to build that brand recognition now. Like, I started to do some pop-up shops in my area and uh, some kiosks in the mall and all that kind of stuff. And um, and now the brand recognition is starting to get out there. I've had people come up to me, tell me, hey, I've seen this. Uh, I've seen my cousins wearing this brand. I'm like, okay, where your cousins at? I'm thinking they in my local area. They're like, no, my cousins live in, in Chicago. And I'm like, wow. You know what I mean? But but they was able to recognize it. So if I release so many designs being a new company, you could you might like the designs, but you may not associate them with one single brand. So I'm trying to build that brand awareness. Um, you know what I mean? First. And then and then once I feel like that's done, then we're going to then we'll add on. We all want that feeling of um, our brand reaching outside of where we're at. So when mm -hmm. you get that confirmation that your brand actually has expanded outside of your area, you know, a different zip code, how does mm -hmm. that make you feel? 
crazy, my brother. It, it, it's really, it's humbling. It just makes me thank God. Um, I was actually in North Carolina. I went to a Panthers game um, with one of my one of my family members. And as and at halftime, I went out. We went out to get something to drink. And I um and as I was walking through the corridors, um, I saw somebody with with the clothes on. And I said, yo, you know we got to take a picture, right? <laughs> He's like, what you mean? I'm like, I'm the owner of this brand. And it was like, it was just, it was one of those things. But I, man, it made me feel real good, man. Man, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Did you actually go, did you actually grow up in church? No, no, nah, no. Nah. I grew up in the streets. Oh, <laughs> I'm originally what? from Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> <laughs> I did not grow up in church, no, sir. No, so, so how did you, this, this is interesting. So how did you develop your relationship with God? So my, um, my father is a, is a minister. Um, but him and my, him and my mother, they divorced when I was a baby. So I stayed in New York with my mother. And, um, uh, when I would go down to see my father, um, wherever he was at, he was in the military. So he was always traveling in different States and everything. Um, you know, he would always take me to church and all that kind of stuff. But I, I honestly did not develop a relationship with God at all. I knew how to do church be, because I was around him so much. But I was not, you know, I, the, Jesus was not the Lord, the head of my life at the time. Um, It wasn't until I actually, uh, for a couple of years, I lived in Texas. Me and my wife lived in Texas and I was all alone. And out there, I actually had met, I met God out there in Texas. So it was crazy living with you know staying with my father being around him it wasn't that it was god had to take me away and when i went away that's where he met me he met me out there in texas so and that was back in oh two i'm telling my age that's cool but uh that was back in like 2002 and we've been rocking ever since man so was it like a specific event or was it just just a change of scenery no, no, actually, um, man, the back, the backstory of that one is, is wild as well, man, because, uh, so what happened was when I was in Texas, I was, um, I found a job and I was working and, um, one of my friends from back in New York, who I know we, we would call him animal. Like he was that, he was that wild. He was a really wild guy. And he called me and told me that he got saved. Now, the thing was, here's the interesting part of it. Because my father was a minister, I was the only one that knew something about the Bible out of our crew. So they would look at me as like the, the Bible uh, expert or whatever you want to call it, even though I wasn't saved myself, right? <laughs> so when he called me, I told him, I said, man, about time. And he was silent when I said that. Because in my mind, I had a relationship with God. My father saved. I know about the Bible. I've been to church before. So I told him, about time. And when he when he was silent, his silence bothered me because his silence, it was it was like he was speaking to me in that silence. And what I was hearing was like. He has when he's calling you about, he has a relationship with God that you don't even have yourself. And I immediately got convicted. I wanted to hang up the phone and um, and he kept calling me. So I would kind of avoid his calls. And then one one evening when I was getting off work. Literally, I heard in my spirit, if he calls you, answer. And when I agreed, I'm like, all right, I'm going to answer it. Soon as I, I, I made that agreement, my phone rings. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that night I answered it. And I, I was like I said, I was, I was getting off work anyway. So I stayed on the phone with him. And he led me to the Lord that night, that evening. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
That's a that's a testimony for you. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I'm looking at you wearing the sweatshirt. Um, it, it looks great. Great fit. Great color and everything stands out. How important for you? Because again, we there's a lot of clothing lines, but not everybody focuses on the quality of mm-hmm. the clothing. So it looks like you actually do. So why was this so important for you to put, not only have a product, but a high quality product? Man, that, that, that's, in, that's extremely important. Not just high quality products, man, but high quality customer service, man. Um, I am big on it. Um, you, you know, there's that stigma when it comes to black business and everything. Like, like, like once they, you know, they get your dollar, whatever be the case, they don't care anymore. Well, I care. I, I, I'm concerned. For my customer, I want you to feel like that I gave you the best that I could give you for the for for the amount. Matter of fact, earlier today I was sourcing new products just today. Um, so I'm never I'm never satisfied um with the the quality of materials that I'm using. I'm always purchasing more uh, from different manufacturers and, and sourcing new new stuff because I want to get the quality better and better. It's not even about in, increasing the price more and more. It's just about giving the best product that I can give my customers. Um, and that's just something that's built inside of me. Okay, let me say this because I can speak firsthand to your customer service. I ordered your sweatshirts um, and you told me, hey, it was on the way. And I said, okay. And I get home and like, I, don't, I think it was like the next day <laughs> it was sitting at the door. And I was like, man, like this... <laughs> He really about business. He, he said he said it was gonna get here, but I didn't think it was gonna get here that quick. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I'm trying and, and to be honest with you, Lamb. Um, like so, I normally so I have a I outsource my um my fulfillment now, right? I outsourced it, so I, I have a fulfillment center in Pennsylvania, and um and and they have multiple multiple clients, and so it's. I'm no longer in control, primary control of how fast the stuff get to the get to my customers. And I, and I needed to outsource that just so I can focus on other things. Like I said, I started doing like the, the kiosks and the malls and the pop up shops and everything. Right. So I had to outsource it. And and I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, I'm like I was on the phone with them this this morning. I'm like trying to get make sure I'm like, listen, I need to get my my customers their stuff as as quickly as possible you know so i'm on it and eventually i'm going to bring that back in-house just so i can i can be over that thing because all of that's important to me man uh you didn't have to spend your money with the company you didn't have to support us you didn't have to you could have went anywhere in the world but if you want to come here we're going to treat you like family um and i'm gonna do my best for you even even if i'm delayed even if i'm saying like hey shipments late I, i can't do nothing behind that but i can offer you you know a discount off of an order or and I can offer you like, hey, I, I promise you, I'm gonna work to get this out as fast as I can. So I'm gonna just I'm, I'm gonna do the best that I can for you. Well, again, let me say I appreciate the great customer service. I can personally say you're telling the truth about the customer service. Man, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So <laughs> y'all hear that, right? Y'all listeners, y'all hear that? Right? Uh, they know we we look. <laughs> so the pop up shops, do you do you find yourself enjoying those more because you actually get to interact with the customers? Man, I did not know how much I was going to enjoy the pop up shops until I started. I felt like I needed to build, like I, I didn't want to just be an online brand. Um, again, this is not just a company; it's like a ministry. 
So I wanted I wanted people to be able to meet me, interact with the those who represent the brand. It's like like okay, we just we just don't have a clothing line, and we're not just capitalizing off this the the culture or whatever be the case. Like they really believe the message behind what's on the the the, the clothing. So I wanted to get out there to, to meet the people and see the people, and so they could touch and feel the brand. I did not recognize the kind of impact that it was actually going to have, like how it was going to benefit the company by doing so. And so I love it, man. Honestly, I meet new people all the time. People be telling me amazing stories, testimonies. They give me testimonies about the brand, how, how, what it's done for them. And it's just like amazing, man. Absolutely. You said ministry. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Absolutely. So, so the brand is God over all things. So like, um, our, our brand is about putting God's name on top, man, putting it back on, on, on top where it rightfully belongs. Um, uh, like one of our models is like, if since God is over all things, how can he not be the greatest all of all time? God is the goat. You know what I mean? We got this word goat that we throw around all of the time. Right. Um, talking about this person is the greatest and that's the greatest singer. That's the greatest dancer. Well, who gave those individuals those dance moves? Who gave that singer that singer's voice? Who gave that basketball player his ability? So if they're the goats at what they do, but they were given their abilities by somebody even greater than them, then that person must be the ultimate goat. That person must be the ultimate greatest. And I found that this brand right here, Lamp, I'm going to tell you something like I've been wearing clothes my whole life. <laughs> and uh and but never before have i had been stopped so much but before i started to wear my own products i was i started off wearing my own products just because i'm like okay i'm the owner let me get ahead and and wear my clothes right but the from the from day one when i started wearing it i started getting stares and i originally didn't know why people was looking at me i really thought i had something on because i wasn't used to people looking at me <laughs> like I'm, you know what I mean? I thought I thought I'm like I must have a stain on my shirt. You know what I mean, or something. And then and then one um one young lady came up to me. She's like, I've been trying to read your shirt from a distance, and I had to come all the way up. I just need you to stand still. And I stood still, <laughs> and she read it, and she's just like, I love it. You know what I mean? God is over all. God over all things. That's true. And 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 and, and it's been it, that first day, literally that first day three people in three different places stopped me and they were different ages different races and i knew from day one okay this is something different so when i say a ministry i mean it gives me the ability and others the ability to to share their faith because others are coming up to them staring at them trying to read it and starting striking up a conversation asking them to stand still as well so they're able to use it as a ministry tool as well so yeah, I absolutely mean a ministry. When it first came to you, the acronym GOAT, God over all things, you know, wearing the clothing line, people being interested in reading it. Did you cause did you even think about it becoming a conversation piece? I did not. I, I did not think about it being a conversation piece. I just knew it was a marriage. It was a marriage between a truth. And something that the world was using. I, so when I say a marriage, again, I'm I'm using my little my my lyrical meta, you know terminology and everything, right? But um, it was a marriage because the world saw that word that word goat in one way, and God gave me a different way to 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 uh you know a different acronym, a different verbiage, a remix. He remixed it. 
for his glory. And I knew that that they were going to be attracted to the word goat. But ultimately, that once they was able to read the whole thing, they was, you know what I mean? They was able to get a different understanding. Like, whoa, hold on a second. They can, they can, I don't have to even explain. I don't feel I have to even explain the brand itself. I believe that it explains itself. Like once you read it, the first thing that you're going to see when you look at this is gold, right? But then when you read it, like God over all things. So your mind is going to be centered on, well, hold up. Gold is greatest of all time, but this company, this, this clothing line has just remixed it to something that's greater. And, and it's a true statement as well that God is over all things. So he must be the goat. So it's a, it, they can draw their own self conclusions behind that. So I did not know that that was going to happen, but I knew that it was something that God wanted me to start. And it wasn't just for some money sake that it was ministry behind it. So I knew he was going to use it for his glory. I just didn't know it was going to make this kind of impact. Matter of fact, last thing I'll say on that, I didn't even know this was even going to be the design. You know what I mean? Um, hmm. This was because all I had was the acronym. I didn't have this design in my head when he first gave it to me. Hmm. What were some of the toughest challenges you faced? The toughest challenges I faced was um probably jumping out the window, man. <laughs> Jump, jumping out the window, you know, because um I remember uh like when you say you saw the ads, I remember slow walking in at first, right? Um I was really just kind of wearing the shirts around town and showing it to uh, my church. And, you know, my, my brother-in-law, he has a church, so I would wear this stuff to their ministry and they was liking it. So, so I was really kind of comfortable really bringing items and selling items into other, other church members. And uh, you know what I mean? And kind of like kind of slow walking it. I had in my mind, I was going to take two years to, to build this thing three years. So I'm, I'm not going to rush it and let God lead it. And then I remember just one day in November, I'm like, man, he didn't, he didn't give you this to be timid. And I went ahead and I'm like, all right. And I started running ads. Now, mind you, you know, I, I would, I never even ran ads before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and to me running ads, like, you know, $5 a day was, was like, wow, every single day I'm going to spend $5. You know, that was a little something. But I'm like, man, it's now and ever. God gave you this for a reason. So you can choose to be bashful with it or you can or you can take the lid off and you can and you can jump out that window and you can go for it. And so I went for it, man. And I just went for it unabashedly. And I just I just went went full steam ahead. And the response was overwhelming. Overwhelming. Yes, sir. I know this is your brand, but do you have a, a support team around you? I do. I do. Um. And I believe in I believe in teams like I'm, I'm one who I praise other people all the time. And I seriously and I seriously do, because I recognize that God has gifted us all right with different giftings and we all need each other. And I don't have all of the answers. I don't have I'm very I'm a visionary, but I'm not I'm not very good at organization at all. I'm terrible. I'm not good at money management. <laughs> I'm not good at this. So when I see somebody with those gifts, I smile, like I light up and I'm like, man, I need you on the team. You know what I mean? I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not a one man, uh, one man show, however they call that, you know, I, I believe in the team. So, um, absolutely. I got a support system. I got people helping me from all angles and I can't do it without them at all. 
You said that's you know what? I'm glad you called yourself a visionary because it's a very it's very interesting. Like when you get these visions, do sometimes because because again, but 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 the people that call them let me make sure I phrase it right. The people who feel they're visionaries, mm-hmm. that means they have a lot of visions. They have a they you have a lot of ideas. Mm-hmm. Do you ever find yourself getting overwhelmed by having so many ideas and visions? No. <laughs> the, okay. the re- no, I, I don't um, because I know that they're not. And this is not every visionary. This is not everybody. I'm not speaking for. I'm just speaking for, for me. Okay. Um, I know that I'm not the one that's supposed to bring all of them to pass. I got to meet the individual's. You know, I haven't met them all yet that and I don't mind giving them I give them for free. It's not even a thing of like, yo, give me a hundred dollars and I give you I, I you know, I help you out with your company. No, I, I give out. I feel million dollar ideas for free all day long. Why? Because I can't take it with me. You know, if God created me in this way, like, like I could I can in one single day, like he can just give me like 20 different concepts for all kinds of companies. But I know if I don't have an interest, I'm not I'm like, realistically, I'm not going to build that. That's going to take years. I'm focused on this. I'm not going to do that. So why not give it to somebody else who has that passion or who, who's in that lane, who's in that field, and they just haven't, they got the energy, but they haven't figured out the idea yet specifically, but yet they're in that field. I'm going to give it to them because I want to see it in the earth, preferably before I die. You know what I mean? I would love to be able to see it, to know, like, I, it doesn't matter to me if somebody's making however much. You make it five figures, six figures, seven figures, eight figures off of it. I'm just happy that the Lord used me and I could tell others like, Hey, I hope that, you know, the Lord gave me the idea to, for that, you know, for that individual to start that company. So, so no, I'm never overwhelmed. I'm just ready to meet the individuals that God had in mind when he gave me that idea. So I can give it to them. We've been talking for almost 30 minutes now. Um, yeah. I feel like we just got started, man. No, no, no. And that's good. I'm glad you feel that way because your excitement level is extremely high, which demonstrates you have a lot of passion. So where does that passion come from? Man, um, honestly, man, um, I mean, well, obviously, we, we know what I'm saying. It comes from the Lord. But I, I'm, a, I'm one of those, man. I'm a I'm a uh, I'm an extrovert, man. And I um, I like. Um, man, that's a, that's a, it's an interesting question, man. I, I, I like this. I like to be able to, to talk, you know, uh, about the possibilities of things, man. Um, about the future, about what the Lord is doing, about kingdom building, about advancement. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm always, my, my wife used to always say like, yo, you know, I'm always in the, I'm always in the clouds. I'm always thinking and I stay in that world like 24 seven, man. So so when I have a, a platform where I could express it on, you know, some of these things that's that's in my head, some of these things that God has shown me, like I just get enjoyment from that, man. You know, um, I always just like I'm a, I'm always thinking about what's next, what's ahead, and I could see I could see the the future vividly, but I'm not there yet. So a lot of times it just remains here. So when I get to talk, um, talk it out with somebody, man, it's always a good time for me. When a lot of successful entrepreneurs talk, they always speak about mentors. Have you have you had the uh, benefit of mentors yourself? 
Absolutely. Um, one of my business models is success leaves clues. Um, that's one of I call them nuggets. Whenever I hear something that I know that once I hear it, it's gonna remain with me for the rest of my life, I call it a nugget. And and that's one thing that I heard that I knew I had to keep. Success leaves clues. And so you can a mentor can help you get to a place in three months that if you was doing it alone, could have took you two years. So, you know, so mentorship, if you, if you take the advice, even, I I don't care if, even if your mentorship, not everybody has the luxury of having a, a, a mentor that they can call, that they can look up. You can take mentorship from books. You can take mentorship from people that you've never met. A book can be worth $10,000 if you actually applied all of the principles that that book was giving you. You know what I mean? Some, mm-hmm. some, the problem is we don't value it that much. We see books of $25. So we, we, we will buy something and we put it on our shelf, not knowing that in that book, there was a mentor, somebody who had did everything that you were trying to do and gave you all of their failures in that book and tell you how to overcome them and what you need to do to advance yourself a few years ahead of time. But we don't take the value in it because we only paid $24.99 for it. So it sits. So our books sit on our shelves, half read. We only read two chapters. Like I get to it in a little bit. It'd be a year. And that book, there was a mentor in that book that could have took you to, to the places that you have been desiring to go. And, and, and yet now you're here on the, on the regular, on the nine to five and you're, and you're frustrated and you and you hope when's going to be your time. Well, when you had a mentor, you put them on your shelf. So, and, and, and if you got somebody that you can call, man, that's even that's even greater. But but none of us have an excuse just because I have somebody who maybe who may have some business acumen that I can call on doesn't mean I have any more advantage than an individual that can go to Barnes and Nobles and buy that twenty four ninety nine book that has the mentorship in that book that they need for whatever it is that God's calling them to do. So mentorship is 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 key. It's key. It, it, it can accelerate you. And I think that we all need a mentor. You mentioned books and reading. Is there one particular book that stands out for you personally? Uh, not one in particular. Um, there's a book uh, called uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, I remember reading that book years ago and and, you know, that that book was good. Um, I would say there was another one called uh, Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. Um, th- those are those are some those are cool books. You know what I mean? But there's not one I can say, because as far as my mentorship, as far as from, for the paths that I've been on, have been actual like individuals I've been able to, to speak with. So I, I wouldn't say for me that it was a book that I, I would put over another. Do you feel like you're ready to be a mentor? I know you're kind of early in the game, but you, you, you've you established something and, and it seems to be going well. So do you feel like you're ready to be a mentor? You know, that, that that's that's funny that you say that, Lynn, because um, that's something that um, <clears throat> I know that God is calling me to. So whether I'm ready or not, here I come. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, next year uh, I do plan on stepping up. I've actually already had some people literally contact me and they wanted to like I'll I'll pay you it wasn't even about that I give them time but but I had to start recognizing that from 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 mentors of mine I needed to start putting a value on my time and also it needs to cost you something because just like I was just telling you about that book that's on your shelf for $24.99 that can help you 
I guaranteed you, I guarantee you if you pay $24.99, meaning $2,499, you would read every bit of it. Why? Because it cost you something, right? So in the same, in the same way with advice, it, it, when, when people are just calling me, picking my brain for an hour, and I'm just pouring out to them for nothing, they can, they can take that advice and put it on the shelf and sit with it and say, ah, oh, you know, that's some good stuff for me to mull over. But if I, if I charge them for it, even though it's not necessarily doing much for me, charge because it hurt them a little bit, it put, you know, now, now they can't go, you know, you know, to the movies or whatever they was going to do with that, whatever I charged them. Now they're paying more attention or they're willing to, now they got a notepad out when they talk with me. Now they, now they're willing to take some action steps because it cost them something. So, so yes, um, I'm definitely looking at, um, doing more mentorship and, and I've actually started already for a few individuals, but I haven't released the actual program or anything yet, but I plan on it. I'm glad you kind of talked about that because it made me think of a question. Mm -hmm. Um, and it sounds like the answer is yes, but I'm asking anyway, being conflicted about charging for your gifts. How, how does that make you feel? I'm bad at it, man. But I told y'all I was bad with money, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am bad at it, man. It, 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 it's a, it, it's, it's kind of like cringy to me, like, like to charge uh, for the gift, um, charge for it. But again, I recognize it's a principle that I've already, uh, I've already invested. I, I've invested thousands into myself for mentorship. Mm -hmm. Literally, I mean, probably over ten thousand dollars. In, in, in different in different areas, you know what I mean, to be a part of different mastermind groups and different things. But because it cost me something, I was able to take the principles and the things that I learned and put them things in action. You know what I mean? So so even though I cringe because I want to give everything away for free, that's 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 really in my DNA. I recognize I'm doing you a disservice by doing that because you need some skin in the game as well. Or or you're not going to take the you, you're not going to value the information that you're receiving if it's for free. We there, there's such a thing called you ever heard of people call it YouTube University? Yes. <laughs> YouTube University is a real thing. Yeah. Like you can literally learn how to trade stocks. You can literally learn how to do almost anything and be amazing at it just by watching YouTube. Mm -hmm. But guess what? YouTube is a free tool. It costs you nothing to look at YouTube. So guess what? Even though you go on there and you do your research, people ain't putting that stuff in motion. Why? You know, even though all it's all there, it's just going to take you time to go find it, put it together, write down, be diligent at it. But none of us are doing that. Why? Because it didn't cost you nothing. So, yeah, uh, it makes me long story short. It makes me, you know, uneasy still because, like I said, it's built inside of me. But um. But I'm going to start being more, more forthright about it because I know whoever's looking to get that mentorship needs to, to get where they're going. They're going to need to, it's going to, it's going to cost them something. It needs to cost them something. I'm going to go back because I, I feel like we need to talk more about marketing um, because that's how I got familiar with you, marketing. Um, we have these tools. We have Facebook. We have Instagram. You're actually on both, but I became familiar with you through Instagram. So 
that that where does that where, at what moment do you have to get that confidence to say okay it's time for me to invest in myself because that's what it is when you when you make those ads and you spend that five dollars a day or whatever it is that's an investment that you're not sure you would get a return on so mm-hmm. when it, so how, at what moment were you confident enough to say okay you know what i need to make this investment all right so Remember I was telling you about the other nugget, success leaves clues? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, there, there's, a, there's a sister nugget to that one that I picked up. And these are my only two nuggets. That, <laughs> that I, and I have them in a pair. <laughs> you know what I mean? The other half of that one is success loves speed. And what I, what I found is that successful people fail fast. Hmm. And, and so when you say, how do you know when you need to make that investment. You need to make it early and often because you need to find out quickly whether you have something to, whether you have something that's actually going to work or not, whether you have something that you should be investing your time in or not. Hmm. You know what I mean? You need to learn, you need to find out quickly so that you can pivot. If it's not, a, can you imagine working on something for an entire year, right? Just like every day in a lab. And then when you finally ready to release the only to find out somebody got that exact idea already and they've been doing it for two years, you wasted a lot of time. Yeah. So success loves speed. So, so like, like I was saying, I didn't think I was ready to run any form of ads. Honestly, I'm like, I just like got started in August. I started running ads in November, you know? So it's just a few months later. I'm like, ah, nah, man, I got to grind this out for a year. I need to, you know, by next August, I should be running ads. But something was just pushing me like, yo, you're, you're blocking your own blessing. And it's now or never. And I just jumped out that, out that window and built the parachute on my way down, man. You know, um, and and I found out that I could fly. I found out that I was pretty good at building the parachute. I need to go back for some clarity because um, I feel like you said you started a year ago. But are you saying you started August 2022? No, August 2021. So a year, so a year and a half, you could say, you know. Okay. I mean? so, okay. So yeah, August. So when I start, I started August twenty twenty one, and I started running ads uh, November twenty twenty one. Oh, okay. Oh, wow, wow. You oh, so you've been running ads since November twenty twenty one. Mhm. Mhm. Well, I, I did. I had a time period where I stopped. Um, okay. So I started, <laughs> yeah, I, I start. I was running ads November twenty twenty one until um about March of 2022. And then I stopped for a bit, had had some things going on. So I stopped doing the ads, started doing a little bit more pop-up shops in my area and stuff like that. So I kind of, I focused less on the ads and then I start, then I started them back again. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you feel it be, be the pop-ups, do you like being in big, excuse me, like big cities or? Yeah, I, I man, um, so, so my, one of the goals for the company is like to actually get in bigger cities. Like, like right now I'm not in the biggest city, but I'm surrounded by big cities. Like I'm, I'm about four hours from Atlanta. Um, um, I'm one, one and a half hours from Charlotte. So, um, those are two, those are like my nearest big cities to me. Um, but my plan for 2023 is we're going to be in more, we're going to have, start having more kiosks in different malls around the country. So, I already have some people in um, in Chicago that's interested. Um, I have some people in Georgia that's interested as well. So that's my plan is I want to expand more so I can get the brand out 
in local areas because I, I just feel that's like important. Right now I have customers from from different from coast to coast. I got people that order from New York to to Cali. But um, but still, when you think about the big scheme of things um, and how many people are actually in the, uh, you know, in all of these cities, even if there's even if I have one family represented in every city in America, let's just say that was the case. Mm-hmm. That's still only a drop in a bucket. So I'm looking at now starting to saturate particular areas. I started to saturate the area I lived in and it's actually has made a great impact. So I want to start doing that in other cities as well. When you say other cities, are you talking franchising or? No, I'm going to. So, um, no, I don't want to franchise. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, I'm going to have kiosks in those areas, have an area manager. So I'm going to have a manager in that city and they'll be in charge of whether they're going to be running the kiosks in the mall or hiring individuals to run it. I'm going to teach them the blueprints as I've been doing it for a while now. I, I know the ins and outs of, of how to run a kiosk. And so I'll have them doing it in their city and so they'll be the area manager so they'll be their own boss they'll be able to make commissions off of the product and everything like that but they'll still be my brand so i'm not looking to franchise it will these be people you get to, that you actually know and you've had a chance to communicate with face to face yeah so like as of right now it's it, it's gonna be people that i know so they're, they're going to have to be either if they're not going to be the area manager for that area they're going to have to uh get me somebody that they know and trust that has the character. Cause these have to be character people. I, I, I need, I need believers <laughs> to run these booths because uh, there's people that's going to come up to them wanting to pray. I, I pray with people at times, uh, you know, just different, different things. You never know. And I don't want somebody that's not a believer representing this brand. So like uh, it's very important for me to know the character of the individuals that's going to be over these kiosks because it's ultimately going to be a representation of the brand. Wow. That's wow. You know what? That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, because that person's spirit has to be right. If they represent your brand. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can't, you, you, what you would be shocked and how often I'm walking past other, you know, if I'm walking through the mall or whatever be the case and I'm looking, listen, you know, I'm, I'm walking past the kiosk and me being a brand owner, I'm paying attention to what they are doing how they're set up and all that kind of stuff because I'm, I'm I'm getting clues and I'm just listening to them and they're, you know, the people that they have running their business maybe cursing or doing this or just don't have the right spirit. And I'm like, I, you know, I, I always, I note all that. I notate all of that. And like, you know, that can't be whoever, whoever's going to represent this has to have a, their own relationship with the Lord. You know what I mean? Um, because their spirit has to be right. You can't just be looking for a job. This is, again, like I said at the beginning, this is a ministry. Okay. You launched in August 2021, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Are you happy with where you are right now? Um, that's a great question. Um, I did not expect to be where I'm at right now, if, if you want me to be honest. You know, I didn't expect to be where I'm at. And I want to, but I'm not happy where I'm at either because I'm always thinking I'm content but I'm not happy if that makes any sense. Right. Um, because I know where God wants it to go. So I'm always focused on where it's going next. I haven't had time to really sit back to think, wow, look where the Lord has brought it to. I want to close with this. You, 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 you got it. You have a great plan. You, you actually looking two years out. What, 
excites you the most about moving forward? I want the brand to be a national brand, a known brand, international eventually. But I don't want it to be for me. I don't want it to be because, oh, man, that's going to make me look make me look like something like I want. I want this to be such a household name. I know this cliche to say like a Nike or Adidas or something like that. I know pretty much every brand owner wants the same for their brand. Right. Mm -hmm. But I want it for the kingdom. I want it for God. I really look at God as the CEO of this thing. You know, um, I, again, I know that that may just sound like I'm saying something, but I want it for him. I want I want him to look down and say, I'm pleased with you, son, like and take hold of this brand. Like, ah, I got me a brand in, 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 in the earth and I got a vessel that's allowed, you know, let me freestyle with the brand. I want the Lord to freestyle with this brand. If that's what he wants to do. And I want his name on top. I want his name right where, where it properly belongs. In the mouths of, of everyone. I know when, 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 when they're going up there and saying uh, at, at Grammy Awards and Emmy, Emmy Awards or Oscars and all this kind of stuff, oh, you know, it's always I want to give thanks to God. But it's like, let me just get that one out the way. No, I really want that to be a real, <laughs> a real thing, man. You know what I'm saying? I want people to recognize whether they, whether, you know, it leads them to salvation or not. Okay, you know, but, but it's a seed. It's something that, that can cause them to think. So I, I want it for that. I want it for that. I want I want I want um the the brand to be known for that as 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 ministry, not just for the industry. Listen, I've had a great conversation. This has been excellent, man. I love your passion. I love your vision. And I, I really do love what you're doing, man. That was why when I first saw the ad, I wanted to make sure I supported it. And I want to congratulate you for what you accomplished in a year plus time and i wish you all the best moving forward because i think you got a great thing going and i'm i'm looking forward to see how far you take it i appreciate you my brother thank you for having me man this, this is awesome before we end please tell the people how they can follow you and also how they can get get uh get purchase your clothing line absolutely so um we're on all platforms god over all things co that co is short for collection so you can you can find us at Instagram, God over all things co. You can find us on Facebook, God over all things co. And you can find our website, um, God over all things co.com. So it's all God over all things co. Again, man, thank you for taking the time to do this. And I wish you all the best. Hey, likewise, same to you, my brother, man. I appreciate you. Definitely. I want to take the time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore Lamp. My Facebook is also conversations with Lamp. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all for listening. Have a great day.